So 50% of first marriages, 60% of second marriages, and 73% of third marriages end in divorce in the U.S. Those are 2022 statistics. Again, guilt tripping and gaslighting are forms of control. People wanting to control your behavior and control outcomes to work in their favor. If you're struggling in a relationship, it's okay to go to resources. Talk to a therapist, talk to a professional. Are you feeling stuck, lost, tired, or uninspired? We've all been there, including myself. I'm Coach Des, mindset motivator and lifestyle entrepreneur. I'm here to tell you that the best, unapologetic, and limitless version of yourself is yet to come. The Born Unbreakable podcast is here to inspire just that. With motivating guests from all different walks of life and around the world, their stories will empower you to unlock abundance and your unbreakable spirit. Do you need accountability? Reach out to me for a free consultation of how I can support you in reaching your maximum potential. Hey everyone, it is Coach Des here, host of the Born Unbreakable podcast, and I am launching Born a Boss Babe 90-Day Transformational Program starting in August, and I'm looking for 18 to 24-year-old young, confident women who are ready to step up and excel in life. What is the biggest difference of somebody like an Oprah or a LeBron James? It's having that mentorship and coaching. So if you're ready to supercharge your life, Hit me up, Des, at bornandbreakable.com for more details. Welcome back to the Born and Breakable podcast. We're here for episode 105. We are just jamming through this summer. It's August. It's awesome. I hope you're having a great summer. I know I sure am. I know you heard on the last episode that I am working on Born Unbreakable, the book. What? So excited. The Author Accelerator program that I'm in launches next week, so I will keep you updated on that journey. Obviously, you saw me get coached on that topic. It's a very vulnerable space for me, but I'm excited to to grow and develop uh, as I pursue this uh, goal of mine. Uh, What else is happening? I watched the movie Easter Sunday today. My fellow Filipinos out there are good old boy Joe Coy made his debut in a movie with some other awesome Filipino legends like Lou Diamond Phillips and Tia Carrere. So I have to say that on a scale of one to 10, I would probably give the movie like a five. I, I, I love the the idea of making something and putting more of our Filipino culture out there. I thought, you know, obviously the the food references and the kind of how we grow up, some of our traditions and things like that were really cool to see. Uh, I think it's always awesome in in cultural movies for people to learn a little bit more uh, so that they can connect better with a culture, but uh, the storyline was a little bit cheesy. I think it could have been better, but I'm excited to see more. 
of what Joe Coy does. I love his comedy. Uh, I love all of his specials on Netflix and he's just a cool guy, a funny guy. So, uh, I think in, in support of him, check it out and you can be the judge yourself. Uh, there are some moments in there. Um, Tiffany Haddish is in there. She's pretty hilarious. Um, so anyhow, I did do that. So that was fun. Today I am going to charter the waters of relationships and talking about relationship red flags, relationship red flags. What inspired me for this episode? Well, for one, one of the biggest things that I coach people on and find myself in conversations about even informally are relationships and they can be challenging. So what I want to do today is talk about some statistics that are out there. I'm talking specifically about romantic relationships, but I will say as you listen to this episode and I call out red flags, know that these are things that are applicable to other kinds of relationships. These things can show up in friendships and and non-romantic relationships too. So be vigilant about these things. And of course, because this show is about action, I'm going to recommend things to you as resources and places that you can go. If you are in a relationship right now where you feel challenged, if you know someone who is, and uh, it's all about raising our awareness so we can make better decisions and create, build, harm, uh, and, and thrive in better, healthier relationships. But that comes with, with experience, time, maturity, all of that stuff. If we had all of the golden information, right, we would not make mistakes. But life is this funny thing, and relationships are a space that is gray, not black and white. So a lot of the learning comes from making mistakes because, you know, as they say, love can be blind. And all of a sudden when you're in, you know, the, the, the rosy colored glasses, you're not quite seeing things that don't become apparent until you, you step away from something that's unhealthy or potentially even toxic. So let me share some interesting statistics with you and then we'll get into red flags things to pay attention to, things to pay attention to for yourself and the people around you that you care about, right? Because we're, we're in community together. So we've got to look out for each other and our friends and loved ones. So according to worldpopulationreview.com, I'm going to start with the U.S. because that is where I host this podcast from, Las Vegas, Nevada. In the U.S., about 50% of married couples divorce, and the U.S. has the sixth highest divorce rate in the world. Interestingly, 60% of second marriages end in divorce, and 73% of third marriages end in divorce. So 50% of first marriages 
60% of second marriages and 73% of third marriages end in divorce in the US. Those are 2022 statistics. Wow. A Psychology Today article, this was from a few years ago, 2019. The article shared from a, this is from a world perspective now, that divorce rates around the world have more than doubled. So I can only imagine as the years have progressed what those numbers look like at this very minute. Uh, the point of sharing this is to say that relationships are not easy. And I don't think that anybody, I know I certainly didn't, uh, gets into a relationship and especially something like a marriage to get divorced. That's not a goal that somebody usually sets, right? Like, hey, let's do this really big, huge time commitment, life-changing, monumental decision for it to turn to shit later. Yeah. Nobody ever signed up for that on purpose and intentionally. You know, you go in with the best of intentions and you honestly, this is territory where you hope for the best, right? But here's what I'll say. Don't be discouraged. This is not, this is not an episode that's meant to discourage you and be afraid of relationships. It is meant to build your awareness so that if you are in a relationship, you can make it the healthiest, happiest relationship it can be. If you're not in a relationship, you can build your own confidence and toolkits so that when you are in one, you, or when you, when you find one, you know what to look for, what to avoid and what to nurture, you know, but you, you have to know the bad and the ugly if you want to achieve the the good and the wonderful. Um, and it's not all roses and rainbows. And we shouldn't use social media as the rubric or the indicator of, of success, right? <laughs> like, know that people are not always showing you what their best foot forward um, or, or not always showing you the dark side, rather, of, of relationships. You know, they're, they're showing you the, the glitz and the glamour, and then all of a sudden you just hear some announcement that people are breaking up or getting a divorce, splitting up, right? So, um, yeah, I, it's not easy by, by any means. Um, my, other, my other points are, you know, if you're in a relationship right now and you are unhappy, know that it's not the relationship that you want to be in. Don't stay in a relationship out of fear, out of convenience, or out of feeling judged from other people. If you're in a happy, healthy, loving, aligned, and thriving relationship, congratulations, because I understand that it's a lot of work every day to make that happen. So that's awesome. Uh, but that's just my uh, little preamble because what I want to talk about are these red flags, relationship red flags. And these first four are really the big red flags because they are uh, aligned to toxicity. And that's a real big danger zone because that 
can lead to really bad things, domestic violence, death. I listen to a lot of Dateline and a lot of different stuff. So yeah, I'm going to go there. Um, and then probably some of the later ones are more like white flags, things to pay attention to that could turn into red flags if they are, uh, if they last a little too long. So let's start with number one, red flag number one, narcissism. Mm. Again, this could apply <laughs> to more than just a romantic relationship in your life, but narcissism is basically excessive interest or admiration of oneself and physical appearance. That's the kind of textbook definition. But this is the person that has an ego that is as big as the universe. Somebody who just thinks that they're on top of the world, wants you and everybody to know that, and is constantly uh, putting themselves out there as if they are, if they are better and making it clear that other people are beneath them. If you are with a person that has narcissistic tendencies and has a big ego, and whether they're, some of them are aware and fully proud of that, maybe some of them are not as self-aware, but this, this isn't something to be proud of or anybody that I would want to be around because it's, it's unhealthy. Not having any kind. Now, the opposite of somebody who's narcissistic is somebody who is, uh, has a greater self-awareness, has compassion. Um, and, and this is where that big difference between, you know, ego and confidence are. You can be a confident person who sees yourself as very capable in the world to do and learn things. But if you lack compassion and think that you're better than other people, it's just not a fun way to walk in the world for the people around them in particular. Maybe it's fun for them, but not the people around them. So if you are seeing that, pay attention and really ask yourself, is that the kind of person that you want to be spending time with? Um, because I believe that if you dig deep, that's going to get old really, really fast. Look for that compassion. Look for someone with confidence, but self-awareness. And just know that narcissism is not not attractive in my in coach Dez's book. All right, number two, gaslighting. This is a term that I've I found in conversations people are not sometimes very familiar with. So the textbook definition is this is somebody who manipulates others by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. They often flip the script back on you, make you question your gut instincts make you feel bad for decisions and, uh, you know, turn things on you and question you to say like, are you sure that's something that you want to do? A lot of times this, this type of personality wants to isolate you. Uh, 
and manipulate you so that they can have control over you, your behavior, who you're with, who you're around. Uh, and before you know it, uh, you are either spending your time alone or only with that person. So pay attention to having a partner in your life that you spend time with but also encourages you to spend time with other people. That would be the opposite of a gaslighter person, right? This is somebody who, a good person is somebody who encourages you to be around all types of different people that will help you grow. They won't be trying to control you. They, they want you to be your own person, have your own identity not try to turn you into somebody that you're not. So if somebody is psychologically manipulating you into isolation and not encouraging you to be you out there in the world and grow in the, the collaboration, connection, and community with others, that's a red flag. That's a big red flag. Okay, number three, guilt tripping. This is that person that makes someone feel guilty, especially in order to induce them to do something. You know, they're always making you feel bad. And uh, that turns into you doing something or moving in a direction toward an agenda that they have. Again, guilt tripping and gaslighting are forms of control. People wanting to control your behavior and control outcomes to work in their favor. These are not people who are looking out for your best interest. These are, these are folks, if you, if you put these things together, you layer them together, narcissism, gaslighting, guilt tripping. These are people, as you can see, this pattern that are self-serving. When you're with a person that is self-serving, you'll find that the relationship is very skewed. You're doing everything in the direction of their wants, wishes, and desires, and very little towards your own. Or they're telling you, they're telling you what your wishes, wants, and desires are to make you think what they believe versus what you believe, right? So this is about you having awareness, knowing who you are and what you want, and not letting this shady person come in and infiltrate your essence. <clears throat> okay, so that's number three. Number four, boy, this is a big one. Gosh, have I seen this, and, and, and I'm sure you have seen this, and I hope that it's not you that's experiencing this, but it very well could be, is codependency. Codependency textbook definition, excessive emotional or psychological reliance on a partner, typically one who requires support on account of an illness or addiction. That's kind of an extreme definition, but codependency is dangerous. Okay. The, this is when people start saying things like, I can't live without you. I'm incomplete without you. I don't know who I would be without you. I can't do this without you. I would kill myself 
if you left. I would, I would just die if we weren't together. I wouldn't know who I am if we weren't together. Somebody who feels like they cannot function independently and trust in their own convictions and capabilities, that's dangerous. That's when somebody needs to spend time with themselves getting to know who they are, what they want, what they like, all of those things that strengthen your character so that you can be an independent person with another independent person. Codependency is very dangerous. And all of a sudden you find yourself feeling like you need to take care of this person financially, emotionally, and it's, it's bad news bears. Okay. All right. So these next couple, not necessarily your major red flags or huge relation to toxicity. I would call these white flags, something to pay attention to. Because again, if these are things that sustain year over year, then you should start to get worried. All right. So this would be number five, white flag. But on the list, this is number five, complacency. What do I mean by complacency? Okay, this is a person who... stays doing the same things being very satisfied with middle of the mo middle of the road mediocrity not interested in growth not interested in learning new things and pursuing those new and interesting things with you they're stuck in their old ways and are not interested in learning or doing anything different. Now, this is not to say, uh, you know, somebody who's a traditionalist and, you know, wants to carry on. This is not to be confused with somebody who, you know, likes doing certain things and has a certain way. This is more in relation to growth, right? My personal philosophy, this is Coach Des talking here, is that you shouldn't be the same person as if, you know, when you're 30, you shouldn't be the same person you were when you were 20. When you're 40, you shouldn't be the same person you were when you were 30 because you, if you're learning and growing from your mistakes and your experiences, then you evolve to be better and want to learn and grow. If you are somebody that's learning and growing and you're with somebody who is behind you, it's going to become very easy to de get disconnected and totally be moving in different directions. Right, so watch out for that complacency. Make sure that you're having communication with your partner to talk about what your personal goals are individually and what your goals are together in your relationship so you can have a true north. So you have that north star that you're revisiting because oftentimes people get together 
They have these same interests and they think they're compatible when they're young, you know, 18 to 24 year olds. And when you're 40 plus, you realize that your interests have changed and you've evolved differently because you've not spent enough time working on those things together, your shared goals and shared vision for life, right? Um, disconnection is the next one. If you have poor communication and you're with somebody who's living in their own world, you never know what they're thinking. You never know what it is they really want, what they're interested in. You're sort of coexisting, cohabitating, but you pretty much do everything on your own and you don't have a sense of connectedness and shared anything, then that is something to pay attention to. Maybe you've gotten to a point when it's better off to be friends because you're just coexisting together and not really working on your life together. You're, you're more doing things uh, apart. And, you know, the longer that kind of relationship exists, the more you should address the conversation. And I think a lot of relationships, people just hang out and, and never speak up. And years go by and you could have been thriving in another relationship instead of just hanging out, being disconnected in one, right? Okay, this next one. We're on number seven now. Jealousy. Oh my gosh, jealousy. Okay, this is being fiercely protective and almost um, possessive. You are not anybody's property. Let me say that again. You are not someone's property. Nobody owns you. I don't care if you're married. You're not property. Nobody owns another person. Nobody should feel like they can control another person. Now, I would say this is tough because jealousy is not necessarily a bad thing, but on a scale of one to 10, if someone's at 10, that's not a good thing. You know, jealousy is a normal, natural feeling. Sometimes there's a little insecurity in there. There's some worry. Maybe there's unfaithfulness concerns. If somebody is jealous of another person that's in your life, um, or it, it might not even be an infidelity thing. It's just, somebody wants you all to themselves and doesn't want to sh quote unquote share you or want, you know, your time to be given to other people. And if that's the case, you should really monitor that again, you know, that goes with the, the, um, there's connection between these things. You know, if you're in a toxic relationship and you, you're with a narcissist or somebody who's gaslighting or codependent, jealousy could be a big, uh, sprinkle on top of all of that right now. Um, so just pay attention. You don't want somebody who is heavily controlling, possessive and jealous. You know, you want the opposite of that would be somebody who is open-minded, someone who is secure, someone who makes you feel good about yourself and would want you 
uh, once again, to be spending time with the other people that you love and care about, not trying to hoard you and your time. All right. Three more things. 10 is a nice round number. So I picked out the 10 common things that I talk about with people. Imbalance. If you're in an imbalanced relationship where you are putting in all the effort and the other person doesn't, oh my, that doesn't feel good. Are you in a relationship where you are doing all of the thinking, all of the work, all of the decision-making, all of the chores, everything, and that person just gets to show up. That's in balance. And I'm not saying that every relationship is 50-50, but certainly 90-10 or even 80-20 isn't something that I think anybody should tolerate for a long period of time. If you are putting in your time, energy, effort, love, attention, you should be with a person that's doing just as much, All right? Again, if they're complacent, they're with you for convenience, they're just showing up, they're used to you doing all the work, that's not healthy, not healthy. It might be okay for a little while because maybe you're a person that is a giver. You're a nice person. You're a good human being. Be with somebody who is too. Be with somebody who is too. That's the bottom line. All right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Number nine, misalignment. Okay, this goes back to goals and vision. So if you're in... Okay, this, this, I'm going to say this to the single person and anybody who is in a relationship. If you're single, okay, think about your goals and the kind of goals that you would want to share with somebody that you're with. Go in communicating that information so you know from the beginning if there's alignment and if you can move forward with this person who respects your individual goals, you respect theirs, and you have common things that you want to accomplish together, together, there is alignment there. You see the same kind of future. You know, these are those, those things where, you know, one person wants kids, the other wasn't, doesn't. Well, you'll probably figure out really fast and that's probably as nice as you and wonderful you both are, that's probably not going to work out when you, when you truly want different things despite being great people. You're not necessarily great people together, right? So there's a lot of things that you have to take time to find compatibility and I think that's, you know, more difficult to do. It's easy to figure out if there is a spark. It's easy to figure out that attraction, but your compatibility can be difficult because it takes time to understand those things. It takes time to understand if you think about finances the same, if you think about fun the same way. You don't have to be exactly the same person, you want to be able to have differences and have uniqueness, but there should be things, the major buckets of how you want to live your life, your lifestyle, 
that that person shares with you. If you lack alignment and think about all those important categories because it will make a difference over time. If you compromise what you shouldn't, it will catch up to you. Think of what's important to you right now. Again, whether you are single or you are in a relationship, you should always be doing this gut check spiritually, your sex life, your finances, your level of activeness, you know, if you're a person that loves the outdoors and traveling, would you want to have somebody that is interested in those things too, or somebody who wants to stay home all the time? That's their favorite thing to do, you know? Again, this, this one is difficult, and that's why I call it a white flag, because this is one where we all have different thresholds, but there is a price of admission. In every relationship, there is a price of admission. Things that you have to accept about a person that may be a little bit less than ideal of what you want, but some price tags are too big to pay. And you might not think that in the beginning, but it starts feeling really expensive if you're misaligned. All right, the last thing, insecurity. Insecurity. That's something that somebody has to work on on their own. If somebody is insecure and lacks confidence, as much as you want to be that person that feels like you can instill that in someone, it's a, it's a journey that somebody needs to go on. And again, I call it a white flag. Doesn't mean that it's a deal breaker. You can't be with this person, but it is going to be something to, to think about over time. Sometimes it does take time to build up confidence. It takes experience, it takes maturity, and it takes community to build that up. It's not a bad thing. We all have moments, right, where our confidence feels a bit shattered. But this is one of those things where if you're with somebody who's insecure, it's going to be tough in the, in the long haul. So, you know, having a relationship where you share the same values is important. And these are things that you should be talking about from the beginning. Once again, you know, pay attention, take time to date before you jump in and make a big commitment that you do too soon, too fast, you know? I shared with you those divorce statistics. Those are real. We, we live in a world today where people feel like they have to live into some sort of norm. That if you don't accomplish this thing called commitment or marriage, that somehow you're not a part of the in crowd. Well, sweetie, 
It's not a fun in crowd to be a part of the divorce statistics either. I'm one of those people. And I don't regret for one second those commitments I made, but I do wish I spent more time thinking through a lot of the things that I'm talking about, you know, before jumping into commitment. Now, of course, we, we, we live and we learn. And I was young when I was making those commitments, but um, we've evolved in the world in a lot of ways. And I have so much respect for what we, what we may call alternative relationships. You know, I personally uh, live my own life that way. After all of the experiences that I have, I don't believe in monogamy. That's me. That's Coach Des. That is the kind of relationship that I have and want and want to live. That works for me. That's not everyone. Certainly that's not everyone. But just know that you don't have to live according to what the status quo is. Take your time to find a partner who is truly aligned with you. And it's okay to find your own version of what commitment looks like, even if it isn't marriage. And if it is, then great. But just this episode is just intended to put things out there that are real and common and for us to just have more vigilance around. We're, it's, it's inevitable. We're going to live a life full of relationships. So if we already know that relationships are inevitable, then why not put the effort in to making sure they're the happiest and healthiest ones that we can choose? Focus on you first, having confidence in the things that you want, and then being incredibly honest with a person that you find so you can have great alignment with that person that's fortunate enough to call themselves your partner. Okay. Whew. I could really talk about this topic forever, but I just want to say a couple more things in closing. Um, if you're struggling in a relationship, it's okay to go to resources talk to a therapist, talk to a professional, um, reach out to me. If you feel comfortable enough to reach out, des at bornandbreakable.com. I also know a lot of people in this space who are relationship experts. I want to give a plug out to my friend, Kelly Kalia or Kel Cal. She has put together an amazing course that can help so many people. She is phenomenal. So first, let me start with follow Kel Cal on Instagram. She is K-E-L underscore C-A-L underscore. She has a podcast called Dear Dumb Bitch. She is funny. She is raw. She is real. She has an incredible story about leaving a toxic relationship and has made it her life's purpose to share everything that she's learned to keep people from being in a toxic relationship, but more importantly, if you have gone through that, to heal from it. 
and her program is Your Guide to Heal from Toxic Relationships. It's a 12-week hybrid course that includes mentoring. She's actually hosting a masterclass tomorrow, August 8th. So go check out her Instagram so you can find out how to join that masterclass. If you get into her program, she offers 15 plus video trainings, weekly action steps, one-on-one support, a workbook, a journaling guide, a library of somatic healing practices, and must-have resources. Again, somebody who's devoted her life to doing this and doing it really, really well. Um, Don't be afraid to ask for help. Relationships can be complicated. None of us have all the answers. Even those of us who have weathered the storm and have studied and have done the work, we are still, this is something that all of us will be doing the work every day. But why not do it informed, aware, conscious, intentionally? I hope and wish for you that you are either going to find that relationship for you that is awesome and meaningful and wonderful or you're in one now and if you're not don't be afraid again don't stay in a relationship out of convenience don't stay in one because you're afraid to be alone because it's all you've known I've been there trust me it's worth getting out there and becoming the best version of you so that you can show up in the next relationship, a better person. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. Uh, The next episode is me getting coached again by Tracy Pleshcourt, life coach, new series that I've added to my show for the next couple of weeks. I appreciate you being on the journey with me. Remember that you are your only limit. So take action today. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time. Oh, by the way, don't forget to follow and subscribe. Share this episode with somebody who may need to hear it. All right. Now I can say, see you next time.